You're listening to Acoustic Sunset, a weekly podcast bringing you live music, storytelling, and street-side interviews, all brought to you by Putnam's Pub and Cooker at 419 Myrtle Avenue in Clinton Hill. I'm your host, Carl Banks, and each week we bring you a couple special guests. Uh, this week we're going to hear from our old friend Alex Papp and uh, another repeat performance by Divining Rod. So please sit back and enjoy the show. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 31. Three decades of uh, Acoustic Sunset podcast episodes. Pretty exciting stuff. Um, if you've noticed, we, we've taken a couple weeks off here because uh, got to get to, we'll just right out the gate, we'll get to that news. Um, we're taking a break from the Acoustic Sunset at Putnam's uh, over the summer. So um, hopefully we'll start it back up in uh, the late summer, early fall. Um, so we're going to be taking a break from the podcast too. So uh, this recording, um, the live music is from the last show that we did, uh, and it was actually two two Sundays ago. Um, and it's when Alex Pap and uh, Miyuki or Divining Rod played, and it was a really really killer night. I knew that night that it was going to be um, the last one for a couple weeks, so um, we all kind of like had a lot of drinks and got pretty pretty crazy and wild. And you'll hear that in the interview. There was also, when we talk about this a lot too, there was also a soccer match uh, going on. I don't know. I'm, I love sports, but I don't know that much about soccer, but there was some sort of final going on. And so there was like, they were showing it in the restaurant side on the big screen and there was all this excitement. It's just, it's kind of funny to play uh, music like that because you would get random cheers and jeers whenever you, uh, you don't even know uh, what's going on. So, uh, we talk about that a lot, but the, the show is going to be really good. You guys are going to dig this uh, live music portion. Like I said, Alex Papp is returning. He's been, um, it's nice to have him on the, the last one before we take the break because uh, he's been like a, a mainstay for uh, uh, this whole um, little run that we've done here since really since November 1st is when we started doing this every week. Um, the podcast came out a little after, but that's when we started doing the show. And um, like I said, Alex was somebody that just reached out and then it's just what I've been trying to do with this night is create some sort of uh, musical community. And um, he was uh, certainly a part of that. He would come listen to the other bands and then play. So we're going to hear him play. He's going to do a little medley of of songs. And uh, we talk about he's seen a lot of shows this month and he's trying to play cover songs from all the different bands that he... um, was seeing play and stuff. So I thought that was a really cool idea. And then uh, Divining Rod, Miyuki, uh, is, we're going to hear two songs from him. And uh, they're, uh, they might tug on your heartstrings a little bit. He has a song about um, his, his raising his daughter and a song about his dad. Um, so uh, they're both really great songs, and you're going to hear them, hear them shortly. But, uh, you know, we usually start off with some, some news. I usually do some self-promotion. So I do want to let you know this will come out um, either Monday or Tuesday. Um, so uh, this Wednesday, I'm playing our me and my friend Emily um, and our good friend Mark Pressman are playing at our um, residency at the Paris Cafe in uh, the South Seaport, and uh, we're playing there Wednesday night, seven to ni- um, seven to nine. Maybe we start a little later if um, you know. It's kind of it's a really loose gig uh, as far as start times go, but we'd love to see you come out. And it's the Seaport, and it's a cool little area. So uh, we'll be playing there on Wednesday. And then I also want to let you know that August 25th, uh, I'll be back at Rockwood. That's a Thursday night, and I'm playing Stage 1 at midnight on a Thursday, so that's going to be 
a really cool show. That's uh, pretty far in the future, but like I said, we're taking some weeks off. So I want to let you know, uh, Rockwood, August 25th. Basically, I want you to know that I have gigs coming up because um, it's my job. And uh, <laughs> if I don't uh, announce that I have gigs coming up, I mentally go a little bit crazy because, um, you know, like I said, it's my job. And that's like having no work, you know. So uh, that's going to be a really good show at Rockwood. And uh, keep up, if you want to just keep up with my personal stuff, look at my social media stuff, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm always posting about the shows that I'm playing and I'm usually playing pretty much. So uh, keep in touch. Also would love to hear from you. I'll be checking the email. Um, it's the um, Putnam's Acoustic Sunset at Gmail. I'll still have that email going. So if you um, have any questions or comments about the podcast, uh, let me know. It'd be uh, really cool to hear from you. I don't know if you can tell from my voice, I have this like like a cold. Who gets a freaking cold in the middle of July? But this thing hit me like a ton of bricks. So that was another reason why we kind of pushed recording this podcast back because I just like, my voice drops a little lower naturally whenever I get sick. And then it like, it just, I sound like a completely different person, but I still, it's still uh, lingering or whatever, but hopefully it'll be gone by Wednesday when I got to do some real um, singing. I always do, I do like kids music every week, but that's okay if if I sound a little weird when I do that, it's just twinkle, twinkle, little star, you know? But uh, when I do like adult music, I want to have a nice, um, you know, good, strong voice for you. So uh, this is the, you know, last last show for a while. So I, I just uh, wanted to tell this little story about um, saying goodbye and sometimes how um, even the best, you know, people with the best intentions when they say goodbye can still, um, you know, hurt you a little bit. But so this, I'm going to magically take you back to many years ago. I used to work at this um, pasta place in Cape Girardeau when I was going to college called the Pasta House Company. And it was a really cool time and place to work because all the people were really fun and we all became really close friends. Now, every winter and every summer, I would go down and I would work in the Florida Keys uh, at this Boy Scout camp. And so that's what was happening. It was the end of the spring semester and it was going to be my last shift at the pasta house before I went down uh, to Florida. And I uh, was working with a bunch of friends. It was like some random Wednesday night and I'm working and I got my, my you know, stupid shirt and tie on with my ponytail slinging noodles and everything. And uh, I, there was a guy, the manager was named Barney Bajardi. And Barney and I, he was just like this really goofy, funny guy. And we would just crack each other up. So uh, Barney, at the end of the night, I have like one table you know, two tables left to go. He's like, hey, Carl, uh, come meet me outside. I want to I show you something. And so I'm like, okay. So I follow, I'm walking with Barney outside back where everybody like smokes and stuff, you know? Because if you work in restaurants, you know, you realize like you get breaks every hour or so. If you, if you start smoking, it actually behooves you to start smoking. So everybody does. Uh, so back out in the back where we would have our pre-shift meeting and where everybody would smoke, he's like, I want to show you something. So I walk out there, I open the door and there's this guy, Mike, and Mike is standing there with a bucket. And I like look over and I'm like, hey, what's up? That's weird that Mike's holding the bucket behind the door. And then immediately I was like, oh shit. And he just throws this huge bucket of water on me. And then I, so I like hit the bucket and try to like turn around and run. And I turn and Barney has this uh, metal pan filled with whipped cream and he's going to like smash a pie into my face, you know? Now the metal pan is one of those like catering aluminum pans that like can bend and crease very easily. So as he goes to like pie me in the face, which 
it's funny. I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about any of this stuff at all. It's really funny to pie somebody. But in the moment, I like, I'm trying to deflect the water and then I see this pie coming at my face and I like move. And for whatever reason, the pan kind of twists or whatever and he hits it into my face and it like creases and slices my nose open and all up my face. So I like, now I have whipped cream all over me. I'm drenched. I have whipped cream all over me. And then on the white whipped cream, I just have like red blood. It's dripping out all over the whipped cream. Then I was outside for maybe like seven seconds. So then I had to go back in to my tables and be like, you know, like (laughs) just dripping blood all over myself and uh, be like, sorry, Barney's going to have to take care of you from here on out. I'm done. (laughs) And um, like I said, I'm not mad about it at all. It was actually like a really funny thing. But in all, you know, it's like the best uh, best laid plans of mice and men, you know. It's like they were just doing it to be funny and say, you know, in a nice way, kind of say goodbye. And all I got instead was just a big slice up my nose. And then I went down to Florida and it's like I'm working in this hot, you know, subtropical sun and like my nose just like never recovered. I had this like scar on it for, for the for the whole summer. So, uh that's what I'm saying. Like, we're saying goodbye for, for a little while, but I'm going to, uh, you know, try not to slice you in the nose or any, anything like that. Uh, just leave you with a nice little show here. Um, and then uh, you, you'll still be able to get all the podcasts if you want to catch up over the next few uh, weeks and months. And then, um, like I said, well, hopefully we'll start back up in the fall. That's the plan uh, right now, late summer, early fall. So, um, yeah. Goodbye, but you know we'll see. We'll see you again. So uh, we're going to get to the live music portion right now. And first up, we're going to hear from Alex Papp. Now, uh, Alex is just like a you know great singer and a, and a great man on the scene. And I'm glad that he came out to Putnam's all the time. And uh, he, we're going to hear him do a little medley of songs. He does like a little Doors medley. He plays Whiskey Bar. And I was just kind of looking up the history of that song. I guess it was written in like. 1925 or something and the the doors is and that's how i know it i know it through the doors but i guess the doors covered it and david bowie i think covered it and all these people have covered it so like in that folk song tradition uh we're gonna hear alex do a version of soul kitchen and whiskey bar and then some of his own music so uh please enjoy alex pap Place to go. I'll let you sleep all night in 
your soul kitchen Warm my mind by your gentle stove yeah. Turn me out and I will wander, baby Stumbling in the neon grove oh, oh, oh. Fingers weave quick minarets Speaking secret alphabets I'd like another cigarette Learn to forget Learn to forget Learn to forget People never tell you about the psycho girl. Might be the most messed up thing in a really messed up world. Come around my house, try to make me feel right. She made me feel so bad. She made me all uptight. So they will say, now why? Yeah, what don't you understand? Ah, you can't be my woman, honey. No, I ain't your man. Call me on the phone, text me 38 times a day. I had to get a judge just to make her stay away. She called me on the phone, she lied, I knew she was a stalker. That's why I need a judge. She's gonna give me a court order. Say, now what, baby? Yeah, read and weep. Excuse me, uh, I don't get it. What don't you understand? Ah, you can't be my old lady. Honey, no. Ain't your man. Broke that telephone, psycho girl kept on calling. No matter what the time was, not evening, noon, or morning. So I went and got my BB gun, and uh, something happened, and I shot her a couple times because I forgot the words of my own song. I said, Now what? Ah! Yeah, what don't you understand? Hey, you can't be my woman, honey, no. Can't be my woman, honey, no. Can't be my woman, honey, no. Cause I ain't your man. Thank you. That was the doors and Alex Pap in one. <laughs> All right, we are here with Alex Pap. Uh, who just finished your set. How do you feel? I feel pretty good. Feel pretty good. <laughs> me too, me I too. I just had a lot of fun. Yeah. As usual. Uh, so, 
I have to say this again, but we just witnessed the end of a soccer match, and uh, Chile just won. What is it? Is it the uh, Copa Americana? Okay, yeah. Centenario. Yes. Pronounced that wrong, but hundred years. <laughs> hundred years. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were playing the whole time. We just did this, and I forgot to record it. So it's, <laughs> it sucks that we have to redo it. But we're gonna it's try. It's all good. <laughs> uh, we. Uh, they basically started playing at 8 o'clock, and so the entire time we did music tonight, there was a soccer match going on. We were like, I'm not going to say fighting it, because it was like, right. you know, but you were playing uh, Ray LaMontagne song. What, yep. what song was that? Uh, I was playing New York City is Killing Me, because he played uh, Prospect Park on Wednesday, oh, yeah, so I was yeah. like, I'm going to do a whole set of like music that I'm seeing this entire week. Ray LaMontagne, Fish, Grateful Dead, covered them all. Which is a fucking cool idea. Yeah. Paul Simon, which I didn't get to, but... Yuki did it. Yeah, yeah right. Which yeah, is yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and you're gonna see him next week, or you saw him, Paul Simon. Uh, Paul Simon this coming week. This coming uh, week oh. in Flushing. In Flushing. No, sorry, Forest Hills. That's like a big deal, though. Didn't they like Simon and Garfunkel play there? Well, like, he grew up ago? there. Like, right. He went yeah, to Forest yeah. Hills High School. Oh shit. So it's like yeah, and it's a small place, so it should be pretty hot. That's pretty excited cool. about that. And apparently, like Dolly Parton just crushed it there. Oh yeah, I did. So, I knew she played there last. night. We just night. came up with a new tour, Dolly and the Dead. Ooh, that should that would be, be awesome. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Dolly, man, what a fucking what a great uh, you know country performer and stuff. You know, she's she's amazing. Yeah, Coat ridiculous. of Many Colors. I can't listen to that song without just like weeping. Right. You know, not that I even came from like some poor family. It just but like yep. I imagine my mom sewing me a coat and going to school <laughs> <laughs> school and everything. But anyway, back to the thing. You were playing a Ray LaMontagne song. Oh, right. <laughs> and you're in the middle of the song just yeah. like just like the pour, first verse. Yeah, something. pouring your heart out <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere. All of a sudden the bar erupts into cheers. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was a great first verse. Thank you, everybody. Oh, it was just a missed goal. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's the key is just to mentally convince yep. yourself they're cheering for you. Yep. No, just that one word I said was great. Yeah. Uh, you also did a song, and this is the one we'll probably have just have heard, but uh, you did a little uh, merging of a song, of, the, of a Doors song and an Alex Pep song right oh right soul kitchen into this song called psycho girl which is a 20 year old song oh yeah okay, of course so. about a psychotic ex-girlfriend <laughs> and uh, like and then, we're, we're not we're not uh chauvinist or we don't think all women are psychos but uh no just this particular Agreed. ex-girlfriend yeah, this, yeah and not all of it's true it's just like there's a <laughs> kernel a of truth in there and right, it's like yeah, yeah and like, you go from there yeah and then oh, that's we just such made a good up, point like, i didn't actually shoot her with a bb gun <laughs> <laughs> i remember you saying that i'm like oh, which is the part of like of the part of the song I actually forgot, Forget, like the yeah, third yeah, verse yeah. Right. <laughs> of my own song. <laughs> Isn't that and, weird? When and you you'll finish? hear that if you listen to the recording <laughs> right. about how I forgot the words of my own song <laughs> as part of the verse of the third but verse. But that makes it art, you yeah. know? You gotta just you know? roll with it's it a, sometimes. This is live performance podcasting, you know? <laughs> this is not studio shit. We no. got fucking soccer no. matches going There's on. There's no auto-tune here. We're all drinking a million <laughs> drinks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, you've just been seeing a lot of fucking great shows recently. Yeah, yeah. I think like uh, the dead five concerts night? in the next eight days or something Jesus, like that. That's so, awesome. Yeah, man. it's gonna be great. Yeah, the Grateful Dead was awesome. Yeah, uh, with John Mayer, John Mayer, and I haven't seen them with him before. Yeah, but I've heard nothing but good things. And yeah. then, like, of course, I went to see him with the a shit ton of friends, yeah. and it was just like unbelievable. And O'Teal Burbridge is the bass player now, mm-hmm. and they bought like another layer of funk. Yeah. Even Casey Jones was funky, was and funky. that's not my favorite Dead song. Right. But I was. Grooving to it. Yeah. It was so well, much fun. That's so cool, man. Like, so was I, everybody. Was I want to like, not like John Mayer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but right. He's, like, he's undeniably a fucking great. No, he's. 
uh, guitar player and just great soul, you know, and it's like, it's like he's almost too good looking. Right? <laughs> it's like that's his downfall. Yeah. Like the fucking ugly people like us, we're like, ah, oh, fuck that guy. Wait but really, a what, I mean, like me, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw you in that with. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just I'm kidding. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> but he, awesome. like, he's amazing, man. I met him one night in this bar. Nice. Okay, I'll tell you this fucking story because uh, we got time. But my friend Ashley came in to visit and uh, she was like obsessed with him, like, had a phone case. That I heart JM and yeah. um, she, I, had ju- I had just moved to New York. She came to visit, and we're hanging out. And she was like, "I know the bar he hangs out on uh, Spring Street or whatever." All so right. we go down there, and she's meet. We're, uh, she's a photographer. We're meeting some of her clients. She was going to take some photos of her, whatever. And we're sitting there hanging out. And I'll be goddamn if John Mayer doesn't walk into the bar. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, please don't fucking freak out like we could probably hang out with them if we're cool and everybody was cool and he came down and he sat right next to us nice. and nobody said anything he yeah. just sat there texting on his phone or whatever <laughs> and then uh after like probably 25 minutes or something we're like hey man you want to come join us he's like yeah i'm being a bad bar friend and he puts his phone away <laughs> and came and just drank whiskey with us for like fucking hours nice and it was it was a great time he was a really nice guy oh my god fun person awesome. to hang out with but um yeah, I think that's the way to do it. Like, don't be a pest. <laughs> right. <laughs> that kind of like turn your phone over that right. has the iHeart John Mayer right. on it, so he doesn't see that. <laughs> I saw a bunch of good Facebook posts today from like married women. Like, he could be my hall pass, and the husband responds like, "No, nope. no, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's not happening because he's way too awesome." <laughs> But yeah, the Grateful Dead show was great last night. Um, yeah, that's I, great, I just man. Love them. What's your what? You got a favorite a Grateful Dead song? That's a tough question. I love Shakedown um, Street. Shakedown they opened with too last much night. Too yep. fast. that's a great funky song. I was thinking on my. I would say if there's oh, only good. one I could listen to, uh-huh. like Desert Island kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would go with Terrapin just because it's long. Yeah, and there's so many different parts and it builds right, it and it's go. like really like. So if I have to listen to one Grateful Dead song, that would probably be it. It's Terrapin right. Station. But Shakedown's a great call, too. Yeah. I like I anything love, funky. I love that funkiness, yeah. too, man. Yeah. And it's like uh, Jerry Garcia just had the balls to not even sing in tune if he didn't want to, you no. know? And it's just like... <laughs> Phil Esch even more so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I love the guy. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> but but it's so true, man. I love the dead, man. But shout out to the Grateful Dead. Yeah. If somebody has listened, knows them, send them the link to this podcast. Totally. Because, uh, we're, we're friends, of, are fans of theirs. So. We love you, Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex. Well, thanks for playing, yeah, beautiful. Uh, playing tonight. Uh, any shows coming up? Are you playing anywhere? Any, uh, nothing on the books. Maybe something at Strong Place down on Court Street yeah, in the next I'm, I'm little while. Place. Oh, right. That's a cool spot. So you can cut this out, but I'll tell you right. Like I met a couple of really good musicians down there um, last Thursday. Uh-huh. Two women that are excellent, and they would fit here perfectly if you yeah, ever yeah. need. For a couple sure. Of people them, to fill do you remember their names? Or or? Yeah, I'm friends with them on Facebook now. One was um, Jerry Silverman, and one I forget her name. But it was like Zenyib something. Okay. And her name is she goes to Zeno X E N O. Okay, no, so, I don't, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm yeah. unfamiliar. But I'll link you up with them. It's funny, man. I told I, both of them. I was like, you could be great at Putnam's on a right. Sunday night if you oh, want to yeah, come down. Definitely. Yeah, I would love to hear. But obviously, music. your call let you like, you know. <laughs> right? Because I have like all this discretion. <laughs> well, no, it's your gig. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like I want all types of music. That's what I always yep. want, you know. So yep. anyway, Good uh, stuff. thanks again for playing, oh, man. Thank you. Appreciate it.
right. Thanks a lot, Alex. And uh, it's fu- it's funny to hear um, our conversation because he is, uh, whenever we did it that night, I accidentally either forgot to hit record. And we, so we had already like, you know, recorded, had a whole conversation. And then I looked down and uh, the thing is just flashing like zero, no, no record of what we had just said. So uh, it's funny to have to start over again and do it. But through the power of technology, nobody even notices. And uh, we just sound like we're laughing a lot. Uh, also, like I said, we, I was having a few adult beverages that night too. So that could have been why I was uh, laughing so hard. So uh, thanks, Alex. And thanks for being such a fun um, participant in the Acoustic Sunset for all these weeks. You know, I really appreciate it. So uh, go give him some love on social media too. Uh, next up, we're going to hear from Divining Rod, and this is the second time he's played, uh, Miyuki's played on the show, and um, man, he just, he really kills it. He's got, he plays like a kick drum, I think he maybe has a little tambourine on his other foot, and he plays this like beautiful white Gretsch into um, this really nice tube amp, and uh, and then his voice just like, I don't know, it really resonates with me. I, I When I hear it, I think of um, Stoney LaRue, which is this like Texas country songwriter i don't know just like the vibrato and the like a little bit of grit or twang in it um it sounds really great so we're gonna hear from two songs from him uh the first song is called silver ship and it's sort of his uh his take on um raising a child and stuff so we're gonna hear that first and then we're gonna hear uh, on down the road uh, after the interview which um like i said that's about his dad and his dad has passed away um a few weeks ago so um, it's a new, fresh, uh, emotional song. So, uh, we're, like I said, we're going to start out with uh, Silver Ship, and um, I just can't say enough uh, good things about it. Like, uh, he, he just did a really good job. And the, on this particular night, um, like I said, there was a, this soccer match going on, and he was like, Miyuki's like, man, I just want to play till till the soccer match ends. I just want to yell goal. That's all I wanted to do the whole night. And unfortunately, he never even got to. He played for like... I don't know, like an hour or maybe an hour and 15 or something. He played for a really long time and never got to, I think he, you know, yelled at one time on accident when there wasn't actually a goal. But um, it was, nevertheless, it was a really fun night and we had a really good time. And um, I just love talking shop with um, Alex and Miyuki. Both of the guys um, really know um, what it's like to be out there doing the, uh, doing the singer-songwriter thing. So uh, this is Divining Rod and this is a song, Silver Ship. Here we go. Day in and day out, I'm feeling insane. Got too much on my plate. Honestly, I can't foresee an end to this long day. And I'm holding on for life, God. Catch up the leaves are turning brown. I fell into an endless fall. The dark 
How you feel, man? You just finished your set. I feel great. I you feel, feel really great? good. Yeah, it was a really fun. It was a fun show, man. I really enjoyed it. It was great. So uh, we talked about this with Alex, but um, also with you. It's like there was a soccer match going on the whole time. You're waiting to yell goal. Yes. And you you maybe did it one time a little preemptively. Or yeah, it, it was it was a it was a foul like kick at the end of the match, and they were both tied. So Chile, of course, you know, got the goal, and I was yelling goal like a damn fool, and <laughs> you know, unfortunately, it was all for naught. However, though, Chile did win at the end. So yes. God bless them. They right. really and needed so it. So you were—it was foreshadowing, really. It was. It. I called it. You know, much like uh, Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> right. They also—they often call you Divining Rod Nostradamus. That's right. He's, I'm some sort of holy man, possibly to a select few who are maybe more there. Their, their judgments impaired, possibly by alcohol. I have no idea. <laughs> I'll tell you this much: um, my judgments impaired by alcohol. We drank. Uh, <laughs> we drank a lot of drinks tonight. Yes, we did. Having a good time. Though. Yes. <laughs> uh, we want to talk a little bit about gear. Playing this beautiful white Gretsch. How long have you been playing that? Um, about seven months. Cool. So I gotten it early, like kind of not the uh, late last year. And uh, I really enjoy playing it. I, to be honest, I never thought of myself as a Gretsch person. I'd mm -hmm. sort of just gotten it on a whim. And uh, God, I really love playing it. It's a really, really nice guitar. It's yeah, so yeah. responsive. It's got like such a full range. And it's like an absolute pleasure playing yep. with it. And you know what I like about it is that a little bit goes a long way. You really don't have to do much like as far as like the, uh, you know, like playing it. 
Enough All that sounds coming from your fingertips. Absolutely, which is like right? The best thing. So it's so nice, and I, I'm so happy I got it. And you know, it's it's been it's made sort of playing a lot more pleasurable. Uh -huh. Not that it isn't, it wasn't, but it's now even more right. Sort of no, I totally get that. I totally get because I'm playing on this new axe, and it's like just playing with those nylon strings. My right hand, it's so much more bouncy and like. Just feels so good. Oh my god! You know? And your guitar through my amp sounded really good. Yeah, it it's sounded like, excellent. You could hear like every. It was you. You didn't actually need any sort of rhythmic accompaniment because right. you could really hear everything. Right. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Which is the reason I got it because I when when I sit. I have this ninety dollar uh, guitar center uh, classical guitar, which is the guitar I play the most. Right. right. You know, I, and I have a bunch of other guitars, but that's the one that I just knock around, sits out, and I'm always messing with it. So like. My thinking is like, well, that's the thing I practice on the absolute most. Get a guitar that translates from that, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. so it's familiar. Now, they're great guitars. Yeah. It's funny, I was reading an article, not necessarily about Godin, but it was also, well, they were mentioned in it, but it was mm -hmm. also like, uh, it was also about Parker guitars. And uh -huh. it was, um, so they were talking about design, and it was about how most people really, uh, in, in any other field, they seek out new design except for guitar players who they will want like that old. They really do, and yeah. you know, it's it's weird. It's like, well, is it design or is it a, what like what aesthetic like you know sort of drives guitar players? Right. And it's a really cool, interesting article. But. Well, it's cool, and they're made in Canada. Like I've like I, you can go on YouTube, punch in, you know, Godin uh, factory tour or whatever, and they the guy. Roberto Godin takes you around the, the whole fucking factory. Wait, we're, we're in Go uh, Canada. The, um, I think there's places all over, but um, I don't know which specific factory has uh, the place that make them multi-act. But yeah. Uh, like you, yeah, there's a YouTube video on it. I just watched it the other night. You know, I'm a you know I'm pro Canadian. I love Canadian. <laughs> I love their Canadian bands and their Canadian comedians. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Me too, man. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, your your music. So there was one song that you played sort of at the end. Uh, you had, wrote about your daughter. Right. What's yeah. the name of that song? Silver. It's called. It's called the Silver Ship. Silver Ship. And uh, yeah, it, it's about my my daughter, but really it's about being a parent. And uh -huh. I, I, you know, I don't know if anyone else thinks of, uh, about this but I, it's absolutely the most profoundly difficult thing I've ever done in my life yeah and it's so selfless or um, I don't know what it is it's you know it's it's yeah it really is it's caring and nurturing another life and 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 to be honest like I, I never thought I would be I would, well first of all I never thought I would want it at some point when I was younger obviously but uh, you know I don't know if anyone's ever really ready for parenthood right. but I often feel that I'm uh, like treading water, if you will. So I, I you know, I, I feel like I can barely kind of keep up, mm -hmm. and uh, that's what the song is about, really. That's so good. Know? Yeah. Hey, Jim Gaffigan has a funny bit about that. He's like, "What's it like having five kids or whatever?" It's like you have four kids and you're drowning, and someone hands you it's a baby. baby. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. Uh, but that, yeah, it was a very beautiful song. And then. Uh, New, uh, new, relatively new song about your your old man. Yeah, yeah. My my father passed away about a month ago from what, uh, what a, it, from 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 brain cancer, and it mm. was a pretty. It was discovered, unfortunately, too late in the game. And his, how long ago was it discovered? Um, about actually in the beginning of May. Oh wow! That's and so you know now we're sort of in sort of mid June, so. Yeah, it was discovered in the beginning of May, and uh, they did a full CAT scan. Unfortunately, it was too far gone, and uh, yeah, you know, within like about almost three weeks, that was it. So, 
you know, it was it was weird as uh, to be with somebody that you are very close with that has been such an inspiration to see them sort of almost roll, uh, having your role reversed. So, you know, I was with them for about a month and a half, so just sort of taking care of them you and take, stuff. You become the caretaker. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort of the most, uh, one of the most unnerving experiences, really, you know. But, um, yeah. And then how did the song come about? Like, so you I felt okay to write about it, I mean? Because I'm like reeling from a loss from December, and right, exactly. I, I'm We're like, about I can't that. really, I still haven't came finish a song about it it's just like I'm still going through so much you know well so that was the weird thing you know um, so I, I'd, I'd written the sort of the, the bones of the song if you will like earlier on I'd been mm -hmm. struggling with it for a while trying to finish it or trying to come up with lyrics for it and you know there was a lot of time sort of just kind of waiting you know so I, I had a lot of time to sort of formulate my ideas and yeah at the end of the day that's what it ended up being I, yeah. I, I, I kind of knew it was about that Right, but I didn't. I, I couldn't quite sort of see it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Like I, I it was a purely instinctual way of mm -hmm. writing, and I, it's so cool. I try not to do that. I, I try uh -huh. to be a little bit more thoughtful and more. I, I don't know if cerebral is the way we're right words uh -huh. for it or logical, but sort yeah. of coming out of your subconscious in a way. Absolutely, something. yeah. And you know, I mean, I think, like, yeah, lack of sleep and being highly in a, in a heightened state of. of sort of an emotional state for so long it was a uh, it was like a release that I, I think I really needed and it, mm -hmm. it, and consequently I think playing the show tonight was something I really needed like I kind of yeah. needed to start playing again and well I was so happy when you reached out and said you were ready to play again and that you were backing down and then when you arrived tonight it's like sort of the last thing on like I it was in my mind but I was like I didn't want to just immediately be like what happened? You with your dad? You know what I mean? Like yeah, I yeah. didn't want to just throw that on you so quickly. No, no, it's it's okay. Now I've, it's kind of time to talk about it. So I'm like, yeah, like I've had a lot of time to kind of come to terms with it and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was it was an extraordinary person, and you know, it was it was it was very sudden, but yeah, you know, at, at the same time, you know, I don't know. It, it just teaches you a lot about just. I know there are a lot of people that will say this, but yeah, if you witness somebody coming to the end of the life, you realize, you know, what you need. Right. And what you need to do is sort of embrace life and kind of just sort of live it as, as fully as you can. I don't, yeah. I, it's it's. I'm still sort of processing it. No, so. Totally. And you will for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the name of the song? It's called uh, "Darling Down the Row." So yeah, I, I finished it like about uh, three weeks ago, and uh, yeah, I, I hopefully and the record like when I played it tonight, I was still kind of messing up words, but you know, yeah. it's, it's all there. So. Well, if you don't mind, we'll probably use it. I would love to. to. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. All right, we'll hear we'll hear it right now. So okay, great. Thank Darling you. down the road. Darling down the road. Right. Well, thank you very much, man. Thanks, Carl. I really appreciate it. In the sun when the 
day's begun Feel the warm mouth falls over me Make my eyes gazing to the sky Take me where I want you to be Oh darling, down the road Oh darling, down the road yeah. Feel the sand slip right through your hand Tell me whisper secrets in your ear Hear the blue calling out to you Tell me what you want me to hear Oh darling, it's down the road Washed away in time See you sleeping so peacefully As we slowly lose the Thank you, that was for you, Dad.
All right, that's a beautiful song. Thanks a lot, Miyuki. Um, I really appreciate um, being so open and willing to talk about things, and also um, his musicianship is just really good. Uh, he's playing. We talk about it a little bit, but he's playing in open tuning. So like he does a lot of different. Like we listen to the original songs, of course, on this podcast because of copyright reasons. But um, he played a lot of covers that night, and it's really interesting because he has to reinterpret them differently because their the tuning is different on the guitar and everything. So it's it's really fun to watch, and uh, yeah, he's just a great performer. So thanks a lot. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, again, I just want to let you know, August twenty fifth playing at Rockwood. That's next month, but that's going to be a big show. Midnight on a Thursday. We're going to rock and roll, so come on out. Um, also, I'm going to be having some other new projects coming up over uh, the summer, so uh, keep an eye out on all my social media stuff because I'll be posting about that uh, coming up. Um, this will be the last Acoustic Sunset for a couple weeks. Uh, maybe you know check back every once in a while because we might be putting up some random stuff here and there, and then we're going to start back up in the late summer, early fall. So um, I really appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate this podcast and the night of music has been a big success over the past few months. So uh, it's been a really positive thing in my life and a really fun, exciting project to work on, especially the podcast, because I always wanted to have a podcast and this gave me a reason to do it. So um, yeah, keep an eye out. We might be doing some more stuff. So uh, thanks to list for listening. Thanks to Putnam for putting on the show. Paul, who is the technical director, pretty much does it all. Uh, couldn't do it without him, so big thanks to Paul. And then a big thanks to all the performers from past shows and, of course, Alex Papp and Miyuki uh, from Divining Rod because um, ultimately that's uh, what the show is about and um, couldn't do it without you. So I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm going to sign off. Uh, we'll catch you in a couple months. Peace, love, and rock and roll. Rock and roll.